Have you ever wondered what makes people capable of creating changes that impact their lives and the world around them? What is their way of thinking, their mentality, their patterns, their perceptions of the world, their reactions to different life events? What influences them? My name is Cristina Puyol, and I invite you to join me in this adventure where we will explore together the mind of change makers. This podcast was launched about a month ago with four episodes already published with amazing women as this past month of March started with the International Women's Day. Next month, we will also have some men as guests for sure. Now, what you don't know is that this podcast was launched in just eight days, which was not the plan. But sometimes when we plan too much, it takes way longer to get anything done. I had been thinking about doing a podcast for the longest, but due to family reasons and other projects, I could not commit to a regular schedule to bring up this podcast live and keep the consistency needed so that it was not just a hobby, but a real place of service and connection. This year, though, it was the right time. And I had a set a goal for starting maybe possibly at the end of March or April or maybe May, but definitely by September and for sure before the end of the year. Does that sound familiar to you? It's not the tomorrow syndrome, no. It's just that everything needs to be in place and ready and perfect for the launching, right? Or maybe wrong. <laughs> I share with a friend that I was considering this project and that one of my first guests will be this amazing woman. I was telling my friend this on February 28th. She told me that serious. Oh, so you have to bring it live on March 8th since this is the International Women's Day. And that's the perfect day to launch it with her. I looked at her in disbelief, thinking she has no idea what she's talking about. So I said, oh, no, 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 no. You don't understand. That's in eight days, which means I have to get everything ready, everything, without knowing anything. I have no idea how a podcast works. I don't have a name or a graphic or anything. She was very convincing, and suddenly and unexpectedly, I found myself with a challenge and a commitment to a humongous project in eight days. And of course, there are things in my life that still need to happen, and I didn't want to die starting this project. So sometimes... When we are encouraged to just jump into a pool and then learn to swim, we might get it done much faster. I seem to have a tendency to be better at jumping into pools, even when I have no idea how to swim. But hey, pay attention. I always look to see if there's water in the pool. Please don't jump in empty pools. So I chunked the project down into parts and set up one goal per day, just one goal. And so, of course, they will progressively build up on each other. Each goal had to be done that day with whatever level of perfection or rather imperfection. I could not carry the goal over to the next day because the next day there was another goal depending on the previous one. What name to give, what graphic. I knew my first guess who that was going to be, but could she make the appointment for the recording and so forth and so forth. I went through the whole process day by day, not knowing how to do the next step. Sometimes ignorance is a blessing as the mountain to climb seems easier or inexistent until you have to face it and see the huge wall in front of you. I managed to climb most of the mountains and walls until I got to Everest, launching the podcast on Monday, 
the eighth. And I'm telling you these to share the lessons learned in case you have that project or dream that you want to start, um, well, maybe past March, maybe in April or May, but definitely by September and for sure before the end of the year. My lessons learned in that week were many, but here's a few that stand out. First is how when we set crazy goals, they are an opportunity for growth. We learn the most by action, by experience, not by thinking. Thinking is needed. Planning is needed, projection, vision, yes. But without action, none of that is useful. And you learn the most by walking, by trying, by dancing, by painting, by creating something that you can later criticize, perfect, leave, whatever you want to do. But you have something to work with. Did you know that the best photographers are not those who make the best pictures? They are actually those who are the best at selecting their best picture among the whole bunch of pictures they do. It is proven that if you grab a group of people and divide them in two groups and then ask one group to make the best picture in seven days and showcase their best picture on the seventh day, and then you ask the other group to simply make a hundred photographs and enjoy the process. The result shows that actually after seven days, the best pictures come from the group that was asked to do a hundred shots. Because they did more. They did more, they experienced more, they played, and they didn't have the stress of producing the best. But they practiced, they experienced, so they could improve. And that is the best way to learn, or one of the best ways to learn, I find. So, if you jump into a project, don't jump into an empty pool, please. Really look before jumping. But you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to come up with a perfect product or the perfect idea or the perfect serving or the perfect nothing. You just have to begin. And while you walk, then you can perfect. And you have to accept that at the beginning, maybe things won't be the way that you expect. Nothing will be perfect. And perfection shouldn't be what you should be chasing. I know a lot of you are professionals and perfectionists, me included, which may stop you sometimes from studying or it stops you from delivering or it stops you from enjoying. Perfectionism is only good when it makes you improve, not when it makes you get stuck or when it makes you suffer or when it makes you not produce, not give the best of you. Because the best of you is not in the perfection, it's in the sharing, in, the, in your courage, in your vulnerability. Your best you is just you putting yourself out there in whatever shape or form whether it's through your job, through your leadership, through your products, through your services, that is the best that you can bring to the world. Once you start it, then you can improve or add or subtract things. Another important thing to be aware is the Parkinson's law, which states that work expands to fill the time allotted. Put simply, the amount of work required adjusts to the time available for its completion. I felt that. So creating time constraints can help immensely to not procrastinate in the things that you don't like, don't enjoy, don't know how to do, or that you find difficult. And you will quickly realize which things they are as you quickly put them off. Tackle those first. Get them out of the way. It also helps to have accountability partners. That can help wonders in advancing your projects, your ideas, your dreams. Having this friend pushing me every day, even though she had no idea of the work I needed to do, was a good engine fuel. 
Another thing that has helped me in this project is to set a specific period of time to stick with this project. After that time, I can revise it, see what makes sense. If it still makes sense, what needs to change, what I need to quit or start or modify. If you want to see results, you need to stick with something for a while because most good results won't show up immediately. I tell this to my dancing students all the time. Another thing I practiced during these past weeks is a set of questions. I've already posted four episodes and I have done more recordings and there are more in the way. So now I can see what I need to do regularly. So I ask these two questions all the time. Do I need to do this again? If no, I just find a way to do it well and quickly. If yes, I need to do this again, I ask myself, how can I make it more simple for next time? Simplicity is key. This might mean more work now, so that it's more automatic next time, but it should save me time in the future and make it easier to repeat this task, and it will help me to keep consistency and give me more time to do what I like to do. I also ask, do I like to do this? If no, can I delegate? If no, well, how can I make it more fun and enjoyable? I want to enjoy the process. I need to enjoy this process. And with that also, it's good to have clear intentions and purpose. When you have a huge project, don't lose sight of your purpose, of what you enjoy and what is this for? Why are you doing this? You can get sidetracked and derailed easily if you don't have clarity of purpose of your why and your what. The how is the last thing. Remember also to look for support while you're still learning to swim. That doesn't necessarily mean people will do your work, but people, if you have around people that cheer you up, it will really help you, or at least that they don't pull you down. Now, regarding the content of the past episode, if you haven't already listened to the other episodes, please do, there's so much to take from them. Sometimes the insights are big, but sometimes they're tiny or even not evident. I will talk more about some of them in next episodes because as, as I interview more leaders and top executives, geniuses, change makers, you will see how some beautiful patterns and covers and can show us a path of common traits that can help you jump over your walls and mine and into the next level of your life. Let me highlight some of the useful tools and insights shared by my past guest these four weeks. Cristina Alonso, the top executive from Bayer, explained in the first episode how when she gets mad, frustrated, or falls down, she gives herself three days. Three days of complain, be a victim, yell, curse, and then that's it. Then she pulls herself together and moves on. Setting a time frame helps her not get stuck in one emotion. She doesn't avoid emotions, but rather feels them, process them, and then move on with a time frame. She has this mantra, when you do something, either you love it, you change it, or you quit, but you don't stay in the complaining or victimization. I use that time frame tool too. You can set your own time, but it helps to see things with a different perspective and, it's, and it feels like you're more the captain of your ship. When she feels stuck, she also takes walks in nature or meets special friends to hear different points of view or to get support. When you don't have support, Christina says that the most important thing is not to give up and certainly not to give up on yourself and find creative ways to 
put yourself in the world that you like. And as Dr. Rossi Khan said, when you don't have support or the mindset, the biggest thing is starting to recognize limiting beliefs. Make small steps into changing them instead of going from zero to a hundred. Question your thinking. She got rejected from around 15 medical schools, but she got one yes and took it and focus on that, on the one yes. And as this March month, we had the International Women's Day, as we mentioned before, Christina Alonso highlighted a very important point. When you do something new, when you open a door, when you are the first one accomplishing something, remember, you don't do it only for yourself, but for everybody that comes after you. That's why it's worthwhile doing it and fighting for it. The biggest differences, you really make them day by day with your behavior and helping others. Christina also sent the following message for women. Have confidence in yourself. Take the destiny in your hands. Make it step by step. I love her charisma and courage. We also talked with Lourdes Saldanondo about our body and how the first key is to have the confidence that your body will always go towards healing. Our cells have innate wisdom and generally we only have to get it out of the way and just support it. She also shared a technique to avoid hitting rock bottom and noticing that something is not right in you. By connecting with the body from the physical and not from the mind, using the most important sense that we have, which is the touch. And what does it mean to listen to your body? We have three important centers in our body, the part below our navel, our heart, and our head. By learning what these three parts say, you, you already have a spectacular tool. Lourdes show how by putting your hand under the navel and taking three breaths, three deep breaths, and listening to what your body wants to tell you, it's a way of connecting with yourself and with the earth. The entire nervous system relaxes. Do it three times a day. It connects you with you, with your own truth, and with your transformational process. Lourdes also said that the best thing is to think collectively, which helps a lot to get out of your painful places from our ego and from our victimhood. With Dr. Akan, we talk about her experience in working at COVID ICUs in one of the hardest times that we know, having 100 patients die and only two survive, and how to deal as a human being with that, how stress and burnout affect doctors, and how they may come across as numb when it's really their defense mechanism. She explained what are, are the symptoms of burnout and how it is different from anxiety, stress, and depression. Please read to, I mean, listen to that episode because there's tons of amazing information. She explained how burnout shows as apathy in doctors, but there are ways to treat that and get the humanistic side back in a doctor in a healthy way so that both sides benefit. We also talk about her ways of coping with these hard experiences. She uses meditation, exercising, journaling, very important one, and now also she reached out to friends, letting them know when she's not okay. These are powerful tools that have a compounding effect when used regularly. Are you using any of these tools? Please share. And finally, for those fighting resistance, change, procrastination, Dr. Rossi was pointing out how done is better than perfect. Does that sound familiar? 
Take small, tiny steps towards your goals and dreams and enjoy the process. This is the magic step, the magic formula. If you need one magic formula, is done is better than perfect. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe. Send me a message with any comments or questions you might have. I send you a big, big hug and kisses to you, change maker. Todo el mundo está en la pista, los bailadores en la calle.